Hey y'all, welcome to this open exploration of everything LGBTQIA. It's your host, Shonda D, and your girl, Neck and Nikki Baby. And we will be exploring topics from all perspectives, asking the hard-hitting questions that everyone wants answers to, and saying the things that brown liquor makes slip from the tongue. No host barred. And you know how we be out here having them slipping from the tongue, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Our goal is to start a conversation about the things that go on in our community. So sit back, take, take a, a sip, sip, and enjoy, enjoy this episode. episode. Brown look at y'all. One, let that split. One, let that split. One, let that split. Hey. The best way to affirm yourself is with I am statements. The best way to remind yourself of those affirmations is to wear them on your chest every day, literally. With Byron Marcel's affirmation tees and hoodies, you can do just that. Confirmation of the affirmation with I am tees. Visit www.thebmexp.com and get yours today. Again, www.thebmexp.com bmexp.com and get yours today what's up y'all it is your favorite brown liquor girls and we are back with the last episode of this season lord have mercy this have season. mercy this season been long it's been crazy <laughs> we done been through some ups we done been through some downs we done got rained on we done turned around and came back. I don't know. It is a we lot had happening. To re, 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 reopen it. <laughs> As you all know, it is your girl Shonda D and Neck and Nikki, baby. And here we go. This season in review. So y'all know the last episode of every season we do a review episode. But first, we gotta get into it with some get it off your chest. You ready, babe? It's always me. I'm always going through some shit. Huh? You want me to do the, the, the drink of the week first? Or you um, want to get it off your chest first? I'm going to just go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to just speak my piece. All right, now. All right. Uh, like, like we said, this season, it has. It's been a long season. And it's really been because of me. I had a sinus infection. I was down for two weeks. That you didn't take all the medicine for. I know. I didn't listen. I didn't listen. But but it's it's not my fault. I'm 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 learning and I'm getting educated, you know, about the Florida weather. We don't have any seasons, guys. We just have hot, hot as hell, and cool. damn hot. What when's it cool? It's cool right now. It's like but it's 11 o'clock at night. I mean, yeah, but I'm saying like it was cool this morning when we went out. It definitely was cool. Definitely we have was. cool. We don't have cold. We have cool. It's like lukewarm. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, I got I got to enjoy it for about 45 minutes. It was like 66 degrees outside. It was absolutely beautiful. It felt so good. That was about quarter to nine. Mm-hmm. 10.30, it was 80 degrees. Right. It was yeah. right back hot. It was right back hot. But uh, my body has been going through a lot of changes down here. I'm actually itching right now. I'm, you know, broken out in the hives. I got cortisone. I got Benadryl. 
I got antifungal just in case we don't know what the hell is going on over here <laughs> on my on my skin. I don't know. I don't know. I have hives one second, then they disappear. They hide. My skin is inflamed. Um, of course, y'all know I'm naked. Right. Because it does. Like, it just, it burns. So, I can't get into doctor's office until Monday. Hopefully, I can get in. Because, you know, all the old people, because of the hurricane, they probably got sugar shock and, and stuff like that. <laughs> so, I'm going to have to be behind all, <laughs> all the all, all the elderly. Uh-huh. I don't want to disrespect them. Right. You know, right. Behind all the elderly. Uh-huh. Before I can actually even get in there, for them to give me a high blood test to check why I'm breaking out. This is just some Florida shit. When I was in Pittsburgh, I was regular. I was I was normal. You know, I had bad knees. She was out here being fast, y'all. She was being fast. Don't be and telling that's my why business. She break it out. Don't be telling my business. I don't mean fast like hunching somebody else because then I would have to break her neck. But I mean she thought we was out of washing powder. Now y'all know I be up on my shit. The washing powder was in the car. I was just being lazy and didn't want to bring it upstairs because the shit is heavy. You see what happened though? It's heavy. So basically it's your fault. It's not my fault. Because ain't nobody tell you to keep washing the clothes. I was trying to get everything out of the way because the storm was coming. That was way before the storm. No. Yes it was. When the storm was coming. (laughs) For real. Anyway, y'all, we go get into if y'all if y'all hear her like that. That's her scratching. That's just, I don't know if y'all can I'm hear not it. Scratching, it's just you, like I'm rubbing. Yeah, you might not be able to hear, it, but you might hear a, a few scratches every now and then. It's just, it's just my baby. Don't worry about it. She'll don't be, be all right. But uh, we gonna get into this drink of the week because this has been a trying season for us. This drink is called Every Rose Has Its Thorn. Okay. This mm-hmm. is a douce drink. So it's two parts of hibiscus infused douce VSOP cognac. One part rose water. One half part vanilla bean syrup. Two dashes of cinnamon bitters. And you top it off with martini and Rossi Prosecco. Clink, clink. Get your glasses. Let's drink. fancy. It is fancy. It sounds really good, too. Yeah, so what was the hibiscus douce? What fucking douce is that? No, it says you have to infuse it. It says you infuse it with the rose water. It gives you the method on here and everything. Add douce, rose water, vanilla syrup, and bitters into a shaker with ice. Shake well and strain into a champagne flute. Top with martini and Rossi Prosecco. Oh, you're spending twenty five dollars on that. On one drink, I probably if you if you, you spend it more than buy, that because the little bottle of Douce costs about twenty five thirty dollars. But if you was to buy that out down here, oh yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Definitely twenty dollars at it, least. You would have to go to a fancy place anyway, because who's mixing rose water and alcohol? Ain't nobody got time for that. Girl, you never know. Maybe seventh and growth. Yeah, they be getting fancy. We gotta go down there. But anyway, so we gonna get into our review for this past week. Now, first, we gonna start with the good. Because we went to Lizzo's concert, y'all, and it was lit. It was amazing. Yeah, It was lit. Spend a couple dollars to go see Lizzo. And it was packed. Right? People was out there with their kids. We met a little girl who it was her first concert. Like, we seen so many kids. Little boy in front of us was getting his life, honey. Yes, he was. He was getting his whole he life. Was. 
the Lizzo concert down to from the songs to the dancing to the lights to her playing the flute. Her playing the flute, <laughs> like everything. It was an amazing show. Like it was. I'm not even that. I'm a, I'm a Lizzo fan, but I'm not as big of a Lizzo fan as you are, babe. Ever since you listened to this last album, but I was in there standing up more than you was. Well, you know. I got to work on my knees now. You know what I'm saying? I got to make sure my knees is all right. But the way the, the way that we were sitting and the way that, you know, it was, the perfect. Seats was, it was perfect. I didn't have to do too much standing up. And we were facing directly towards where we was off to the side. You had us up like on a little balcony tier. So, man, I, I was able to sit down, sip my drink, mm-hmm. hit my smoke shop. Saucy Santana came out, opened up the show. He did his damn thing, right, too. Right, he killed yeah, it. He Definitely killed shout it. out to Saucy Santana and his dancers. Like, they set the tone for a, the they show. They put a show on. They did. They really did put a show on. That was, like, one of the best concerts that I've been to in a long time. I definitely had fun at Fun Fest, uh, Funk Fest because mm-hmm. we've seen a lot of different, different acts. acts right? yeah. But as far as entertainment, Lizzo... You know what I'm saying? She was out there. Her and her crew, they was out there. Saucy Santana and his crew, like, they was out there. They definitely gave a good show. And once again, there was a sea of people. There was, I mean, there was empty seats, but you couldn't tell. Right. If if you go on our page and you check it out, like, How the videos that we got the, up there. The audience. Oh, man. It was absolutely beautiful. I, I I don't even think I've ever been in an arena to where I've seen all of those people. It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that like it's been a long time. I think the last time I've been in an arena like that and ever like you can't see any empty seats was probably she like, had a pit the pit was almost yes, full like yes she did. Yeah, it was it a was very nice concert. Like her costume changes the song selection, the dances, one time for the big girls. Like, you're going to have to go back and watch that show. Now that we got Amazon Prime again, you I should will. go back and watch go. it. I'm going to have to check out this Because it was definitely a good show. Like I said, it was one of those shows that you don't know you need until you watch it. Right. It's, all, it's, it's a dance competition show, but it's more about self-love and self-appreciation and just showing yourself that extra bit of grace and... The way she loved on them and to see the actual dancers from the show dancing up there with her, like, I felt like I knew them. Like, I was like, oh, shit, they go Keisha. <laughs> like, it was just, it was so, it was so much fun. Like, we had an amazing time. That was a very good concert. She had her own drink at the bar. Of course, she sure did. we had to uh, uh, swap it out. Swap, swap it out. We, we swapped out the vodka. Tito's for the Grand Cormino, Kevin mm-hmm. Hart's tequila. And we learned something. The the white one, we thought it was a Blanco tequila, but no, it's a white reposado. Which is really good. I, I absolutely Very grown and sexy. Uh, Kevin Hart's tequila. But before you cut me off, the last time I was at a concert that was that packed, I want to say it was Chris Brown. Mm. And we was at the same concert, right? In different, in different cities, cities. <laughs> um, and I was there. We left before Chris Brown came on. I was there to see her, and we went to the one in West Palm Beach, I believe. But that was a very good concert as well, because you got her up there playing every instrument up there, damn near. 
So it was just, you know, but Lizzo did her thing. Like she if y'all if y'all a Lizzo fan, please go see her on this tour. You will I thank us you, later. Right, I say if you're not just Take our word for it. Man, if you if just, you like a couple songs that she got, like you not necessarily a fan, but you just like a couple songs, check it out. Check it out. You would definitely it it, you will get your money's worth. Yeah, I'm telling you, because it was it was packed down here. Tampa showed out right before the goddamn uh, hurricane hit. That was Saturday. Mm-hmm. Then boom, Monday, hurricane warnings threats tornado warnings evacuations evacuations everything like we state of emergency yeah we were literally getting ready for work and turned on the news and they got all kind of warnings and state of emergency and people freaking out and buying up all the water and the tissue and everything else y'all know how y'all floridians act when it's when when a hurricane comes Okay. Yeah, what's going down? I'm now, as hell. originally, this hurricane was uh, supposed to come straight for Tampa, straight out of Cuba, right up, you know, Naples, Fort Myers, right into Tampa. However, some kind of way, Ian got in the water because last week we said Fiona. I'll say that we did last week. We said Fiona. It was Fiona. We had the, no. We had the wrong hurricane. Fiona died. This is Ian. Okay, now, Ian, I don't know what y'all did to him in Fort Myers, Naples area. I don't know what happened because he just shifted halfway through and like showed out, came around Tampa and went straight for Orlando, right up Jacksonville. And now is in the Carolinas like Ian got energy. He <laughs> exactly. <my> <laughs> And we will I will say this to you know our hearts our thoughts and prayers go out to the people that have been affected in Fort Myers and Naples and that whole area down there because they got hit the hardest like the flooding down there we were watching it on TV. It is crazy down there. And we just, you know, if I can do something with my job like I did for the last hurricane that tore up Louisiana, I would definitely put something together. I got to figure that out. Let me work it out. Give me some time. But our thoughts and prayers are definitely with y'all because that is crazy. We seen roofs being blown off of houses. In Fort Myers, like a whole trailer park, like yes, I understand that they trailer parks, that gone, that that ain't our business. But yes, gone. Like one trailer blew all the way up and flipped on another trailer. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy down Expensive there. Expensive yachts. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I was watching the news. The today. marinas. There's gonna be a lot of big payout insurance mm-hmm. checks coming, and I just say those people they should just take that money. My man said he was going to rebuild, but man, I would just take that mm-hmm. and just go ahead and move inland. If you're gonna move to Florida, you got a couple of dollars, just go and visit the beach, go and visit Naples and Sarasota, right? But bring your ass inside of Tampa down here. You know, it's a little bit more expensive. Well, no, though, it was it's expensive mm-hmm. out there, it's too. more expensive by the, that coastline, yeah, by the water. But, you know, just come inland, man, because we were protected. I feel like we had God on our side, too, because the storm really did just, you know, roll over us. Take a swift change. We was watching TV and then somebody called and was like, well, the storm just shifted. It's not coming for Tampa. We did get heavy, heavy wind and rain, um, but no damage in our complex other than some 
tree branches down. I think our a neighbor of ours, they window got busted in by a tree or whatever. But other than that, we were good. We never lost power, thank God. No. We didn't have to, like, even though I was prepared, we had bought ice, we had coolers, we had storage available, but we never lost power. Our cars didn't have no damage, thank God. Like, we were safe, like, and going back to work today and listening to people's stories, because my job did close down Wednesday and Thursday, but going back to work and hearing people's stories that live in St. Pete and other places that are further away from my job it it just made me more grateful because mm-hmm. it's people right now that are still, still without power yeah Sefner I have an account out there uh there was a lot of big trees that were down and one of my accounts I do out there is a planet fitness and I just went out there to check on them I should have called but I didn't it said that it was open online but when I got out there there was no power. The, none of the street lights were, you know what I'm saying? Were, we had a were couple up. street lights out here yeah, too. Yeah, it, it was it was crazy. There was no power out there. I don't think those folks will probably have power until probably Sunday, Monday. It's been thousands of power trucks going up and down the roads, up and down the interstates. Like people, it, it's people. The the city is working really hard to get people's power restored as they should. But this storm really did do some damage. And a lot of people didn't think it was going to do as much damage as it, as it did. I had to calm baby down because this was her first hurricane. Yeah, I was tripping. How you feel about making it through the hurricane now that you've experienced your first? I mean, now that I've experienced it, I just, you know, want to say thank you, God. Because prayer, you know, won't he do it? Because like I said, man, the hurricane was headed straight for us. And it was close around us. You know, it hit Pinellas County. It hit St. Pete. Those places are like like 20, 30 minutes away from us. You know what I mean? So we could have got the, we could have got. You know, it could have been bad. A lot us. worse than, yes. than what it was and we were like we were blessed. Um, I definitely did learn a lot though. Uh will I be scared if they, you know, hit me with the state of emergency again? Yes. I feel like I'm always gonna be cautious about it, but I don't think I'm gonna be running to the window every thirty minutes or anytime yes. I hear you know what I'm saying? Some trees rustling or some wind. Yeah, I was exhausted after the hurricane because I was just doing too much. You my was emotions up blinking. Was, yeah, it was just <laughs> emotions was wild. High. Yeah, titties were swinging. Eyes she kept was asking me questions. Babe, do you hear that? I'm like, I'm in the same room as you. Of course, I hear it. I don't think it's nothing for us to worry about. They had just redid our roof. Like yeah. we were good. We were good. So thank God for that. So again, our thoughts and prayers go out to the people that were affected by Ian because Ian did some damage. Okay, it did some damage. But we were saved. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to get back to work. Uh, get the get these new accounts rolling up because people was waiting for me to give out these uh, these quotes mm-hmm. so we can ring it on in. Right, uh, end of the year, the last quarter, baby. Yes, the last quarter. We getting ready to go into our little bit of a fall season, so out my skin. Hopefully, we'll be able to take a break. Mm-hmm. And that's it, though. We definitely blessed. We glad to be here with the people. <laughs> with the people all right y'all we gonna get into this commercial 
But before we do, if you want to be a sponsor of Brown Liquor Podcast, send us the email brownliquor at gmail.com. Tell us what your service or product is, and we will definitely get you on the podcast. We will send you our commercial pricing, and we'll be happy to represent your brand. All right? We'll be back after this commercial. Nowadays, when you look around, you see a lot of different hairstyles from wigs to braids, locks, silk presses, and everything else. All those styles can add tension and even cause damage to your hair. The most important thing is to make sure your hair remains strong and healthy. That is where Natural Hair Legacy comes in. Natural Hair Legacy promotes healthy hair growth by offering hair oils and butters that contain all natural ingredients like shea butter, Jamaican black castor oil, almond oil, and hibiscus leaves. We have an oil for everyone. Whether you're looking to thicken your hair, increase growth, add moisture, or repair your scalp, check them out at www.naturalhairlegacy.com or on Instagram at naturalhairlegacy. Again, www.naturalhairlegacy.com or on Instagram at naturalhairlegacy. One more time, www.naturalhairlegacy.com or on Instagram at Natural Hair Legacy. All right, y'all, we back and we about to hit y'all off with this review. We kicked off, or what? This is our fourth season yes. or our fifth? Season four. All right, season four. We kicked off season four with Who Got the Juice? We kicked it off with a heavy hitter, banger, my girl BL Sherelle. What do BL stand for, baby? Bearded lady. Bearded lady. Energy. <laughs> she should have had that big titty energy rolling around <laughs> on this joint too. But BL though, she started a record label. Die Jim Crow. She was... Uh, matter of fact, she actually made our beat too. Yeah, she made our new season intro song. Yeah, she made her intro song. But she's just all over the place, and she's all over the place in a good way. This was one of my favorite episodes. You remember what was going on, babe? Hit him with the hit them with the facts. Hit him with the facts. Yeah, go ahead and read the profile on that one. <laughs> so BL uh, Die Jim Crow non is a nonprofit record label mm-hmm. that supports artists that have either that are either currently incarcerated or have been in the past. We explore the ins and outs of BL's new position because she announced a new position on that episode. Mm-hmm. The story behind the name and all the pro- projects she's currently working on. And if you are an avid listener of Brown Liquor, then you know we got all in her personal business. That was all business. Right. Because that's what we do. <laughs> we get in your business. Right. If you go come on our podcast, be prepared for us to get in your business. Okay? We definitely Don't are. be acting like you're what to answer the question. Because we go get in your business. Now, sometimes we know y'all do have to go ahead and drink, and take a sip and drink. Because we do be all in your business. And you like, hold up. My, my, my mates might be listening. Somebody might be listening and I can't answer that. So you don't want to offend nobody. Yeah. I don't want to offend nobody. <laughs> Sometimes you do got to take that shot. But most of the time, they do, you know, answer our questions to get down to the nitty gritty. She actually just dropped a new video mm-hmm. on YouTube. Ex-girlfriend? Mm-hmm. That's what it's called? Let me, hold on. Let me go ahead and let me check on that just real quick here. Because she did. She just dropped it. Uh, she wrote some poems and stuff like that behind her that I'm supposed to be checking out. I will be checking those out this weekend. But... It is called 
ex-bitch. Mm. That's what it's called. Mm. The video was actually very dope. The lyrics were very dope. She has her current, uh, what? Well, I was going to say current girlfriend, but uh, that is her wife. Mm-hmm. She has her uh, her wife that's in the video, and you know she's just ex- was letting us know basically how it goes down with an ex, and. No matter what, if they are ex, we definitely love them at one point in time. So they did receive our energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, sometimes you got to take that energy and the energy that they gave off. Run with it. Grow and become a better person and find your mate. Pour it back into yourself and mm. then be ready to pour it into the next person that you meet. Right. Because right. the last person dropped the ball. Well, not necessarily dropped the ball. It might have just been something that... You know what I'm saying? You had to learn. True. You know, some some relationships aren't meant to be forever. They're a learning experience. Mm-hmm. So, I, well, I'm going to just go ahead and throw that out there like that. that like that, like, like that. Like that, like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who got the juice? BL got the juice. Boom. <laughs> All right. Episode two of season four was Can You Pay My Bills? Um, quotations. Background check, bitch. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and this episode was basically centered around a conversation that I had back and forth with somebody on my Facebook. She basically was talking about, you know, her working two jobs and she want a woman that'll stay home and cook. And I was I was telling her, like, you know, it's a lot of women that will be okay with that type of lifestyle, but you gotta understand most women even if you work two jobs, still want to make their own money. Like, and that's just something that you got to be okay with. Mm-hmm. And we talked about uh, getting background checks on potential partners. We talked about our situation, our personal relationship, mm-hmm. where while we were still dating, I got the background check on you before, you know, we got into it real, real deep, real heavy. And and it's crazy because the more and more stuff that comes out, like watching Dahmer, <laughs> that's what I was just getting ready to go. That's everything the, the else, like watching all this stuff. I mean, I know back in the seventies and eighties, nineties, people weren't really thinking about that. But the more and more you see stuff that comes out on TV about crazy people and just killers and. All this other stuff, like, it just validates the point even further that you should get a background check on a bitch before you get in deep with them. Because mm-hmm. you never know what somebody might be hiding. Yeah, they might be good and sweet and all nice while y'all in the club. But be careful about going home with these people when you mm-hmm. first meet them. Because, baby. If you watch Dahmer, you'll know what the hell, you know what I'm saying, is we talking about. And back then, they didn't have the resource. The resources wasn't... Yeah, at your fingertips. We'll right. say that. You know what I'm saying? They probably did have the resources, but it was really long-winded for you to have to go through mm-hmm. uh, those stages for you to get the results that you were looking for. Now, the shit's right here at your at your fingertips. You don't need a social security number. You don't need nothing. The only thing you need is a first name and a last name. Right. And nowadays, you know, everybody's information is all over Facebook. Soon as when you Google a Crunchy, their information is going to, something is going to pop up. Right. You may have to go through a little bit of it, a feed to find that person because, you know, we all want to be unique, but most of us do have the same name as somebody else. So you may have to go through, you know, I mean, the trenches to find that specific person. But do your research so you don't end up, you know what I'm saying, getting hit in the head with a hammer and Listen. getting your spleen eaten. 
Basically, Woo. so you don't wake up dead. Okay. And, and, and dead, you can wake up dead in a, in a lot of other ways without, you know what I'm saying, dying. Um, people can snatch your soul. You know, people can, that, that you're trying to love and you think is good for you and, and, you know what I'm saying, you good for them. They can come through. They can lay, you know what I'm saying, eggs that are not good for you in your soul. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And then you're trying to work through everything that they actually put you through and trying to move on to the next. So you basically have to die and come back to life for you to be whole so that you can meet, you know what I'm saying, somebody else so that you can be good for them. Right. So you have to really just like take your time and get to know somebody, man, and do those background checks. Take that 90 days and get to really know somebody. Don't be just trying to eat and lick coochie and, you know what I'm saying? Eat the groceries and right. all the other bullshit. Because soul ties is real. It is real. And it's hard to break soul ties. Soul ties are real, but demons is real too. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? And people will lay them eggs. Right. And man, it took me a long time to get to where I'm at right now. And the shit's real. I was in a lot of toxic relationships and was wondering why I was moving the way that I was moving. And while I was why I was attracting the women that I was attracting. I was attracting the same type of women because of everything that I was going through. And I wasn't shedding that shit. God was like, I'm not going to put nobody in your life that you ain't ready for yet. Exactly. And I'm glad that, you know what I mean? I had to go through my, yeah, like I I had to go through my processes that I that I went through for me to get to where I'm at today, and that I was able to meet you and sustain my relationship because I have had good relationships before I you know what I'm saying met you, but I'm not gonna lie like I fucked some shit up you know what I'm saying I definitely really had to work on me because of the roots that I had entangled around my heart that I uh, you know what I'm saying allowed others to you know what I'm saying plant their seed and grow. So you got to be careful about that. Yes. With that. The third episode of season four was the come up where we interviewed my boyfriend. Oh, that was Rio. Rio, baby. Singer, songwriter, Rio. We reminisced on high school times. I met him in high school. Y'all, if you know Rio, you know he is a fine, sexy, chocolate specimen of a man, okay? And that's why he one of my boyfriends, okay? Mm-hmm. I only keep the finest ones around me now. He I he he is a fine <laughs> no, he is man. a fine yeah, he is. chocolate specimen nice of a man, but he taken, okay? So don't don't worry about trying to jump into his DMs. Look at that chocolate man. <laughs> right. Just listen to his songs on Spotify. You can find all his songs on Spotify. Um, so I did have him pulled up. What was my favorite song? You don't have none of them listed in there. He just released a new one too, and he's teasing a video um, right now for a new song. So he out here doing his thing, and he's working with another uh, female artist out of Tallahassee. I don't know if I could say her name, but he already did post it. So if you follow him. Um, you can definitely see who I'm talking about. It's a rapper, but you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to tell his business because that ain't my business to tell. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? That part. Um, you can find all his songs on Spotify. Um, and, yeah, that that was pretty much the episode with Rio. He, he talked about his struggle from... Where he began and singing and songwriting, being in the industry, being in Atlanta, being in the life, and where to where he is now. And trust me, it is a transition. It's definitely an episode that you will want to listen to, especially if you're trying to be 
in the business, you're trying to get into music, you already into music, listen to that episode because he dropped some gems in there. He, he dropped some gems did. and some good tips. He definitely did. And I, I like the part where he said that, you know, he was in the studio and he was working real hard on the track. And when he took it to the people to listen to it, they shit on it. And he right. had to go back into the studio. You know, he did not give up. You know what I mean? That's one of the gems that he is dropping, uh, telling his story in the podcast. You can't give up. You have to keep going. You may not get it right the first time. You may not get it right the second time or the third time. But you just got to keep pushing. Right. You got to keep investing in yourself and investing in what you want to grow. Right. So shout out to Rio, man. I definitely did enjoy that interview as well. And the next time we go to Tallahassee, we definitely going to have to hook up with him. Chops up. Yes. All right. We're going to have to go hang on at that one spot that you had me at. They had the pool tables. Uh-huh. Absolutely had a good time. What's the name of that? Pockets. No, not Pockets. Uh, I forget. I forget too. Zengali's. Zengali's. Yes. Zengali's. Yes. yes. That was was a good time. So we can meet them there. Shoot some pool. Mm -hmm. Hang out. Have some drinks. Hang out. And some wings. Oh yeah. They wings was all right now. Mm -hmm. All right. Now next on the list, we got episode four, BTE. Now we all heard of BDE. That's all you hear. Big Dick Energy. Well, this episode, we interviewed our uh, group admin, Mia. Mia Greer, shout out to the girl. She got a dating game that's on Facebook um, for our community. Once again, shout out to Mia Greer. Go and follow her. She's always doing lives. Uh, She does a live about, I'm going to say, once a day. Uh, She definitely has people come in. Um, to her live chats with her they're talking her busting it up and like i said she's definitely trying to get that dating game kicked off but what was we talking about on that episode babe we got into her business too but she definitely brought her her big titty energy now if you follow mia you see them titties yeah you do at some point you see them titties on, yeah you do come across your timeline you yeah, see the titties in that smile yeah she has a beautiful smile that's what actually drew me to her and wanted uh and um, allowed me to reach out to her to see if she would become an admin on our uh, our group page because she did like she had that energy. Mm-hmm. We missing now. She done MIA'd on us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She MIA'd. That's her name. MIA. <laughs> MIA'd on us. She missing. She, she pulled a her action. On us. She pulled a her, 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 her. Yeah, yeah. I'm down with that Megan Thee Stallion and shit. Damn, baby. So it says for more members, elevated conversations, hot seat live, and even the dating game. In this episode, we get all into her business because Mia has a story to tell. I feel like everybody has a story to tell. They do. That's all the more reason why we want to grow the group Brown Liquor Lesbian Conversations because we want people to feel free to come on our podcast and share their story because a lot of us have been through a lot of different things that could possibly help the next person mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying inspire somebody and ultimately you know you never know it's always good to get your story out get it off your chest so you know but know that you're not by yourself exactly either because you know everybody's story is different but a lot of things that we talk about are relatable a lot mm-hmm. of things that i've been through you've been through a lot right. of things that me has been through you know what i'm saying we've been through even rio even though he's a gay male 
um, you know what I'm saying, in the industry. I am a dominant lesbian woman and I'm in my own industry and I don't, I have to tell myself sometimes don't give up. So listening to his story, you know what I mean, fuel that energy like, damn, if he can do it and he didn't give up, let me go ahead and jump back into it. You know, and you know, those type of uh, stories that we're putting out there can definitely, you know, target certain things that you're going through in your life. Right. Big energy, you know what I'm saying, low energy, or you may be on some sad shit. We may be able to uplift you. Right. Yeah, so brown liquor, the shit. We Titties is. out. We doing our thing. Mm, mm. So moving on to episode five, this is like the middle of the season. Well, technically episode six will be the middle of the season since we did a 12 episode season this year. I mean, this season. Um... But this episode was called Wax On, Wax Off. In this episode, we, of course, talked about Beyonce's album. I think we recorded this on the day that Beyonce dropped. And we were up the whole night before listening to Beyonce. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I just had to see, like, what it was going to be about. I just had to know. Like, I couldn't wait. Normally, when a new album drops on Fridays, I wait to play it in my car when I'm on my way to work so I can really see how I feel it, how it, you know, affects me. But I could not wait for this one. So we was up the whole night before. We waited till 12 o'clock for it to drop. And then we previewed each song and then we let certain songs play. But we reviewed Beyonce's album. So you definitely got to listen to that. So if you feel in Beyonce. I know. With with. Beyonce's album, when I first heard it, I really wasn't digging it. But Church Girl, though, something about that beat. It's crazy, too, because I literally just listened to Beyonce again today. As I was pulling up, I was I listening to, to it all the time now. Yeah, I listen like, to it all the time now, yeah. I was hating. I'm not going to say I was hating on it. Uh, but I wasn't feeling it at first. I had to really go back and listen to it and, and give it a chance because I wasn't used to what she was bringing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? She usually with the ballads and mm-hmm. y'all singing know I can't sing. Off. Yeah, she was singing, but she was spitting some shit though too. And she gave us that energy, man. She took it. She took us back to the early nineties, right? For, for with right. Of, with a lot of her beats, uh, but her body of work all together collectively. That mm-hmm. album is all about self love. Yeah, it is. It's it all is. for it the is. gays. It is all disco balls and lights, honey. <laughs> it is all. Club, what was the club? Club 57? What was the old club where everybody used to do the coke? What club? What was the club? I'm trying to think. Oh, Club 51. 51. I was a couple numbers off. Club 51. Club 51. That album, whole thing. I mean, it's all... Yes. Church Girl is my banger. Love it, Beyonce. Mm -hmm. Uh, Surprisingly, Plastic Off the Sofa is my favorite song. Is it? Yes. I like Plastic Off the Sofa too. That's that's like more uh, slow. Right? Yeah, that's the one where she really like singing on all the rest of the songs. She's kind of talk singing or talking, but that song she really get, lets you get into the vocals, honey. And Plastic Off the Sofa, I just love it because it's a love song. She talked about her love for Jay Z, and it just makes me think about you every time I hear that song. Like. <coughs> How she say it's the way that you ask for one more kiss when you say you about to leave. The way that you look sad when I'm about to leave. Like, yes, that I love that song. I know. I hate when you leave before me. Um, also, in this episode, we stirred up some mess, y'all. 
We did. Like we always do. We so normally in our group we post a question of the week and this week's question that that particular week's question of the week was basically <coughs> centered Excuse around me. whether you like a hairy coochie or not. Vagina. Yeah. Do you like it hairy? Cunnilingus. Cunnilingus. Don't be correct. I'm me just saying. Here. I just don't want you saying the wrong stuff to the people. I don't. I don't want you, you know to what? be. You just go ahead and keep okay. on going. Okay. Would you like the pussy hairy or natural? I mean, natural or waxed. You know, and some people they didn't care about a little bit of hair. They was. I like a little bit of hair. They was ready to eat some fur balls. <laughs> I personally like my coochie waxed. It's just it just feels better to me. I, I don't like all that hair. I like it when it's growing back a little bit, cause then I can smell a little bit of coochie. Cause when there's no hair down there, you really you can't you can't get the essence. Mm-hmm. Woo! Y'all remember Boomerang? <laughs> mm, this is the essence of sex. Oh, Strange. <laughs> 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 Lord, because she wanted that shit to be called some old crazy shit. So the next episode, episode six, was the re 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 reopening. Um, of course, inspired by P Valley. P Valley was on at the time, and we had took a two week hiatus because again, baby was sick. I was sick. Baby was sick. I had a uh, I had a sinus. You had a lot going on. You was sick. You was tired. You just wasn't in the mood. Mm-mm. You just wasn't in the mood. I couldn't give y'all that energy. Right. <laughs> I couldn't give it to y'all. In this episode, we had officially turned one. We had just celebrated our one year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, what did we do? Is that when we took the boat trip down to the Skyway? Yeah, because it it's all wrapped around our anniversary. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, then it rained on us. Baby was scared to get on the boat. I was scared to get on that boat because mm-hmm. one thing about it, if you, it was pouring. If you black oh, and you've been on boats before, you know when it is raining, you do not get on no boat, honey. It that rain and wind may sway you all kind of ways. Right. But once we got out in the water, it was not raining anymore. Once we came and back, that's what he said to yeah. the guy that was in charge of the boat. Once we, we came back, it was still kind of raining, but it wasn't as bad. It wasn't lightning and thundering and all of that like it was. Before we, we got on the boat. Yeah. Like, I was scared. I was not fucking with it. I was not trying to be on the boat with no lightning and thunder and in water where lightning attracts water. I mean, water attracts lightning. So, I wasn't feeling that. But it turned out to be very beautiful. We came back really late, but it worked out. It definitely did work out. And we had a very good time. We got to see the sunset. Mm-hmm. There was some dolphins. There was a lot of waves that was going on. There was a lot of people that was actually out there that came out too mm-hmm. that were celebrating their anniversaries and birthdays. And birthdays. Yeah, so we got to hang out. Uh we got to hang out with some 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 richies. There was some rich people that was mm-hmm. on there. there they was had their moet popping. Yeah, there was a, a guy on there. I had to look down at his his crocodile uh, sandals. What are those, <laughs> man? But it we, was though. It was a good time. We were supposed to do a special live that day when we came back from the boat trip, but we didn't get to do it because we came back so late. We didn't get back home until like twelve o'clock. But if you are a member of Brown Liquor Lesbian Conversations, our Facebook group, just know we're gonna do the live. Okay, I'm trying to get baby together. Okay, she got. Anaphylaxis right now. She got 
bad knees. She got a lot going on. I, I just want my baby to be well. That's all. I just want my baby to be well. Right? Right. All right. The next episode you got for season four is Sometimes You Feel Like a Nut. Mm, sometimes you don't. <laughs> this episode was about taking breaks in relationships. If somebody, if your partner was to approach you about taking a break, how would you take that? Mm-hmm. And we mainly got the topic from another podcast that I listened to. Um, it's actually called, um, what is it called? Oh, That's my, my man, Zach's. Yeah, Zach uh, and his wife. It's called Deadass. That's what it's called. And um, they were talking about when they took a break in their relationship and how it affected them and how it made them realize that they wanted to do forever with each other. And it just made me think, like, how would how would you take that? Like, initially, my response would be like, oh, if you want to take a break, we might as well just break up because what do you want to break for? Because... In my mind, I would think somebody would want to take a break so they could date other people. but in, And that's why they wanted to do it, though, right? No, in his explanation, like, his wife didn't have as much experience as, as him. And he felt like he didn't want to take that away from her. He wanted her to be sure that he was the person that she wanted to spend forever with. Which I can completely understand. I feel like it was more than about them just dating other people. I feel like he had to do some soul searching. Mm-hmm. He was doing a lot. He was playing football. He was in college. You know what I'm saying? He mm-hmm. had a lot going on. So, you know, I I completely understood it. But in any relationship that I've ever been in, if somebody ever approached me or mentioned to me that they wanted to take a break, my initial reaction was like, well, what are we doing? Like, right. we might as well just break up. Cause but, the way, but the way that I asked the question, though, guys, on our Facebook group, and I had put it in um, some of my other favorite groups as well, was if you were in a relationship for 18 years mm-hmm. and your mate just all of a sudden, you know, well, not all of a sudden, y'all guys, after 18 years, they, they plan to get married. I don't know who's going to be together for 18 years and, and not get married. But, you know, those relationships are out there. But if they were together for 18 years, um, if they wanted to go ahead and take a break, mm-hmm. you know, how would you feel about that? So how right. would you feel about that? You know, you being together with somebody for all those years. And now all of a sudden, before we decide to get married, you want to go ahead and take a break and explore? Because some people have been in relationships for 18 years and never, you know, had that that whole experience, mm-hmm. you know, and right. that person's like, well, maybe you should go and venture out and see what's, what's out there just to let you know, you know, if, if I'm going to be where it is that you need to be. A lot of people, though, they, they didn't agree with that shit. They was like, no, 18 years is a long time. Right. It is. It's a long time. So once again, I got to tune into the group, which is Brown Liquor lesbian conversations on mm-hmm. facebook so that y'all can get all that information and get those that, that feedback and those comments uh because you don't have to be in a relationship for 18 years it could be uh six months to a year it could be a year to five years and somebody hits you with that question we have all of that information in the group and you know make sure you join in the conversation with us in the group we want active members we want people that are, that are gonna bring their personalities their special uniqueness you know, their qualities to the group. We want y'all to participate with us. We want feedback from y'all. And, you know, we just want a lively group. We want a well-rounded group. So, mm-hmm. you can find the podcast on all podcast platforms. Spotify, 
uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. So you can listen to it wherever. All you got to do is search brown liquor underscore and it will pop up. All right. Moving on. <laughs> episode 8, Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. Um, in this episode, we got personal again. We pretty much talked about our age difference. The question of the week that this episode was centered around is, would you date somebody 10 years older or younger than you? And that's mainly because our age difference is 9 years. So I wanted to see how people felt about, you know what I mean? Because a lot of people won't date people younger than them a lot of people won't date people that's way older than them they just feel like they want to stay right within their age bracket Mm -hmm. and that's one thing I had to learn a lot of people in my age bracket just trying to worry about themselves everybody trying to you know be a viral superstar and you know do whatever it is that they trying to do and they not really trying to connect with somebody else and not saying that you're not trying to do that because we have things that you know we trying to do together but I can appreciate that in our age difference you know we do make sure each other straight no matter what Mm -hmm. like our relationship is it's solid it's solid and it's one of the best relationships I've ever had me and you both give me a kiss Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. why you got your lip out like that I don't know oh god well, what you was that supposed to suck it? To, to ki- oh, don't be saying that on the podcast like that. <laughs> how how did you feel? How do you feel about the age difference relationships? What was your thoughts? Age difference for me when I was younger, you know, in my early twenties, I was I was going for the older woman because at that time I thought the older women was going to be able to hold me down, you know, because show you a I couple was, things, right? But I I felt like I was a lot older than my time and I was in them streets too so I needed somebody that was going to be able to you know boom keep me ground I'm not even going to say keep me grounded like I just was being grown and at that time I didn't want to date you know said people my age or younger than me because I just felt like they was with the bullshit uh but and it's crazy though because I've always dated older back then when I was in my my 20s when I was in my prime yeah but what I realized though a lot of older women you know they they came with baggage Mm -hmm. uh that's where you know a lot of those seeds that them older women was dropping like they weren't they weren't nurturing seeds you know what I mean they was motherfucking weeds Mm -hmm. but I learned a lot and I'm glad that you got me now after I went through everything that I went through because me being a, a older woman and dating somebody younger, I would never do to you what was done to me. You know what I mean? I'm here to nurture you the, like I want it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I was looking for, I feel like I may have been looking for that motherly figure because of the relationship that I had with my mother back then, which wasn't so great. Mm-hmm. So when I look back on it now, like, yeah, like I maybe, you know, was looking for that motherly love. And that was something that, it just didn't work out well for me, you know. And after I got home from, you know, being incarcerated, it was like, all right, I'm going to, you know what I'm saying, try somebody, try some different things. I did date some women that were my age, but they were always like maybe a little bit older than me. Or, you know what I'm saying, if we were on the same wavelength, I want to say maybe two to three years mm-hmm, older than mm-hmm. me. But they were always older than me in some way shape or form and they did man they carried a lot of baggage and they 
put that baggage on me. So I had to learn a lot of things and I had to actually grow and take a step back and do some therapy messing around with them old ass motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> you got me though. I'm not going to say, you know, dating older is bad because there are some good ones, but they are the ones that, that had to do the work. I had to do the work, babe. You know what I'm saying? Before I got to you, mm-hmm. I had to do the work. And you and me both. Yeah, like I, I had to do the work. So that that's the only thing that I can basically say about, you know, dating older. Dating younger, um, I did date somebody that was that was younger than me. I dated a couple of people that was younger than me and it uh I'm gonna say that I was the heavy hitter. Mm-hmm. But when I knew that I was the heavy hitter and that I wasn't gonna be able to nurture them, I did something that wasn't done to me in my relationships. I let it go. They may have been mad at me, like, God damn it, bitch, you made me love you, and I'm all fucked up about your old ass, and you just gonna get up and roll out on me. Because I did not want to sow those bad seeds that I had in my heart at that time, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and the young bucks to where they would be having to go through a therapy and talk, like, I can't believe that she did this to me. Ah. They may have been mad at me then, but if they ever was to have a conversation with me now, they would know the reasons why. Or if you're listening to this podcast, that was one of the reasons why. Like, I was going through a lot of things. And, you know, there was a lot of things that I didn't understand. Because in another episode that we talked about, I never had hard conversations growing up with my parents. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, our podcast is the shit, man. I'm just telling y'all. Y'all got to tune in. Y'all got to listen to all the episodes. Right. I can't keep giving y'all all the information. So, listen. Listen, Linda, listen. <laughs> what we got next, babe? Now, you know, next, I'll keep talking. Next is your girl, Farron. Part one was <sighs> Think Bigger uh, with Farron, where we basically discuss business. Do you want to do the honors? Because you know more about her than I do. I'm going to say this. We kicked off this season with a heavy hitter, which was BL, Bearded Lady. Um, we were incarcerated together. And... We both came home and we blossomed. You know, BL, she she did go back. You know what I'm saying? She came home and she had to go back because there was some things that wasn't finished yet. There was some, some things that she had to do and she had to learn so that she could grow. So we kicked the season off with that banger. We are leaving y'all with another banger, Farron Jackson. Before it was Farron Jackson, I want to say it was Farron Drury. <laughs> Ooh, my girl had bitches. <laughs> She had bitches. She was light-skinned. She had red hair. She was cute. She was a motherfucking red bone. She's still a red bone. Like, Mm -hmm. very super cute. Very good heart. You know what I mean? We were locked up together as well. We all went to Hood College, and we all graduated. And and I wanted to end the season with her because she has such a unique story. Um, And this is an episode that you really should listen to. Uh, because once upon a time, you know what I mean, she she wasn't in, in a life, and now she's married. She's married to a man. She has uh, she has two children. She had one when she was in a life. She had one when you know what I'm saying with her husband today. And once again, her story it is it is very unique because she went through some things in her life that caused her to you know what I'm saying to have a, a certain persona mm-hmm. to that through her into being in a lifestyle so you really do you really do have to listen to the past president the future with farron's uh episode we got think big and 
What was the other one? Is that my business? Is that my business? So some the, questions. Hold on, no. Some questions ahead. though she did answer. Mm-hmm. Some of them she did not. But she does tell you how she, you know, what I'm saying, got into the life, and you know what made her try something different, and you know, what I'm saying how she ended up getting married, starting a business. We all went from being in the streets selling drugs. Um, you know, what I'm saying being a nuisance in our community to coming home and now we're helping our community. Mm-hmm. So it is awesome episode. Awesome female. Love her to death. The first episode, Think Bigger, was all about business and how you can grow your business. She came up with a course that you could take. Mm-hmm. Uh, the information to find the course is in the show notes for episode 9. Episode 10. It would be episode 10. Um, Think Bigger with Farron. So if you're interested in that course, I'm sure you can use the course to grow whatever kind of business that it is that you have. Um, But she works in the same industry as you, babe. Yes. And she just dropped some she just dropped some gems. She she explained how she went from, you know, doing the things that got her into jail to coming out and starting her own business. And what she said, her business was grossing six figures. Yes. So she's only been in business for two years. Right. So I'm almost there. She got the things. (laughs) She got the juice. She got the tools. She got the tools. But you know what, though? And this is one of the things that she said in in the interview, too. Like, Farron spent money. Farron invested in her in her business and what it was that she wanted to do. She got a mentor. You know what I'm saying? She spent twenty five hundred to three thousand dollars on a course to help her get to where she's at. The course that she has created is based on the course that she took. And as she said, my course is a lot better. Mm-hmm. And she's only, she's given all this information for only $300, which she spent $2,500 plus right. to actually get. And she actually went through the steps and the pitfalls to show you what to do and what not to do while trying to start your business. She starts off with, you know, telling you how to get your, your LLC uh, your EIN number, how to create logos. Then she goes on to how to go ahead and start your business. And then she gives you the gems and the tools on how to grow your business. Right. And we've both been in business, I'm going to say, for the same amount of time. She's making six figures. I'm not. I'm listening to the course, honey. <laughs> I'm listening to the course. And I've actually learned a lot from her, even though I've been in business for two years, she knows a lot. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? She knows a lot more than I know right now, even though we both have been in the business for the same amount of time. That's because she's actually sitting down and she's investing. That was something that I did not do. I didn't, you know what I'm saying, get a mentor and, and spend $2,500 on courses on how to do this and how to do that. That's something that, you know what I mean, I need to do. But now that she went ahead and gave me a streamline mm-hmm. for, you know what I'm saying, a third of that, I appreciate her. And I do. I love her to death. Right. Once again, you definitely got to tune into that uh, interview. And then episode 10, we do like we always do. We get up episode 11. I'm so sorry, y'all. I'm used to us having a 10 episode season. But this episode, we gave y'all more because we was out for two weeks. So we were out for two weeks. But Farron's story was so good. We had to to keep it going. A part one and a part two. Yeah. So episode 11 is that my business. We get personal. Mm -hmm. We get down deep and dirty (laughs) into her business. And she tells what she wants to tell. And the rest is not your business. Right. Okay. That's episode 10. We in episode 11. Right. Mm. No, that's episode 11. This is episode 12. 
Yes. We're getting fancy with That's it. That's how I said. We're giving them a 12 episode season because we were gone for two weeks. Gotcha. So, y'all already know how this goes. Now that we done ran down all of season four, make sure you tune in to all the episodes of season four. Forgive us for our break, but we gave y'all a 12-episode season, okay? So, you should be happy. Tell a friend to tell a friend to listen to Brown Liquor. And if you want to be a sponsor, brownliquor at gmail.com. Make sure you hit this up. If you want to come on, because we're definitely going to need guests right, for season five, because we coming back, y'all. Coming back. We coming back and we coming back hot and heavy. You never know. We might end up doing video. And Ooh, that's that what rhymed. I, that's what I really want to do. I really want y'all to see our energy. You're going to have to put them titties up. I am. And, and I, I want us to get a little bit more professional too going in. Because we, we got some sponsors, but we need some big sponsors too. Uh, we want to hit on some more heavy hitting topics. I'm going to say that you have me listening to a lot more podcasts, which, you know, these are things that I, we should be doing. Right. I should be doing. You you have a lot more, you know, listening experience in podcasting than I do. Uh, so that's going to be one thing that I'm going to contribute to our podcast going into the fifth season is listening to more podcasts so that I can just get a, a feel for what's going on, like what's out, what's hot. What can we do to make our podcast better? And Farron put us down once again with a lot of different uh, mentorship mm-hmm. opportunities. Did I say that correctly? Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, information that we can actually dive into so that we can make our podcast better. And hey, man, let us know what we're doing good, what we're doing wrong, what it is that we need to do to get the information out to y'all and just to make the podcast better. We need you. Right. Make sure you join our group, Brown Liquor Lesbian Conversations. Follow us on the socials. Everything is Brown Liquor. And we out, y'all. It has been an amazing season. It has been a rough season. It has been a trying season. But we got it done. We definitely got it done. And what we don't promote a lot is we do have a website, brownlicker.com. You can definitely go in there. You can buy shirts. You can buy socks. You can buy glasses. Like, we need y'all guys to go ahead and check us out. We got some new merch that's coming through as well. You can also go uh, go on there and leave your uh, information. Um, if you do have products. Give us a review. Yeah, give, oh, psh, give us a review. If you want to... Um, Send us products so that we can, you know, try them out and review. We can do that as well. If you have questions that you don't even want people to know that is you, you want to be anonymous, reach out, man. Brownlicker.com. Relationship questions, podcast questions, yeah. business questions, any kind of questions. We'll take them. We'll take them. And we will do the research. I'm right. going to make my woman do the research because I already run two businesses. <laughs> Shit. God damn it. A bitch tired. So, if y'all know how this go, we take a month off and we'll be back. I guess that means in November because this is the last day of September. We're going to see y'all at the beginning of the year. We about to say or maybe around Christmas time because we got a lot going on. We getting ready to move. I just got to shut baby down right now. We getting ready to move. She has a surgery that's coming up. I done broke out in halves. I'm going to have to figure <laughs> out what the hell is going on with my body. But we are. We're getting ready to move. We're getting ready to take a trip to Jamaica. We have the holidays coming, which is uh, Thanksgiving. My birthday is at the end of October. 
Uh, her birthday is the day before Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving. Like I said, we got the Jamaica trip. We are moving into another uh, apartment, which is going to be bigger to where we will be able, hopefully, to give y'all guys that video. My business is going to be marking two years, so I'm going to have to upscale, and there's going to be some research that I'm going to have to do. So we is it, it may take us some time to come back to you. Just I'm going to say the beginning minute. of the year, yeah, because she also has to have surgery as well, and I have to have some doctorish things that's going on with me too, because I seen. Um, oh God! <laughs> no, I'm, I'm being serious, y'all. They got some. They got some things that's going on with the knees now. They got Lord. some new stuff. It ain't been FDA approved, but they exactly. doing it. They doing the tryouts. My man said that he can climb up the ladder. He's a fireman now. <laughs> he said he couldn't climb up the ladder and he had to give up his job. Lord. Now that motherfucker out there, he doing football drills on his knee. Energy, yeah, his titties is rolling too. Shit, I gotta see what's going on with that because my knees, I'm sick of it. I want either way. Run. If you are a part of the group Brown Liquor List. We had conversations. You we will be updated. Yeah. yeah, you'll be updated on when we coming back for the rest of this year. And we hope y'all enjoy. Right. But tune in. Tune in. Stay Especially tuned. tune in to the group. Because we're going to have a lot of things popping off. Even if we don't, you know what I'm saying, get the podcast off in the next month. And and I'm telling y'all, everything that we got going on and the, and, and the stress levels and whoo, whoo, whoo. Yeah, I don't know what the woof Yeah, woof I don't know what like. that is. <laughs> That's the tequila, y'all. It done kicked in. That's why I'm running my mouth. Lord. But I'm saying, tune in to the group. Brown Liquor Lesbian Conversations. Go ahead, baby. I'll spell that out for them. Hold on. Spell that out for them. It's B-R-O-W-N-L-I-Q-H-E-R. Yeah. Okay. Dot com. And make sure you subscribe. If you subscribe, the next episode will just pop up for you. You ain't even got to worry about it. We'll just pop back up on your feed. So, and we ain't ugly. We a little bit cute out this motherfucker. Don't play just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. All right. We working on our Beyonce and Jay Z status. Okay. All right. All right, y'all. We gonna go ahead and get up out of here. Make sure y'all stay tuned, and we'll be back soon. And remember to lick that split. What? Split. Hey. <laughs>